see, I, I think I'm offering the insightful commentary and the humor. So what am I here for? The color? They've been the all day, but so it's fun. They have each other's bags, and today is finally done. In a world setting in a Georgia town. On a show about libraries and visual sound. In the stacks of libraries, where it always starts. The stacks so much more than either of them thought. It's Thursday for mayhem, it's Thursday for fun. In the stacks with Barry and the Goya, it's second to none. Hello. Hello. Okay, do you hear my husband in the background? Or is yeah. it just me? Okay, well, let me close my door. <laughs> so I, I thought you said he was going to be gone. He was going to be. It's not 2 o'clock yet. He's watching Beach he Shazam. Whatever. He's watching Beach Shazam. We love that show. But I just closed the door, so you won't have to hear him. So I guess, what is this, episode two of the new season? So I guess it's me. So welcome to another fantastic yet forced episode of In the Stacks with... Barry. Latoya. And T'Challa. Yay! So yes, yes, I'm gracing you guys with my presence today. Well, you know, earlier I told um, T'Challa we were going to record, and he was like, oh, really? And I was like, yeah. I said, assuming you know, it doesn't get canceled. And then uh, later on, you know, you canceled. Right, right. And then later on is like, oh, you wanted to, to do it anyway. And <laughs> Well, it wasn't so much that I wanted to. I realized that, you know, I, of course, flaked out on you because I was like, oh, my husband's home thinking he's going to stay home the whole day and forgetting that it's Saturday and that was unlikely. Um, but I was actually concerned. I was like, well, maybe, you know, now that you're off from teaching that you may you know maybe needed this show so so yeah mm. i was thinking about okay. you <laughs> gotcha gotcha so um i'm once again attending uh this zoom meeting uh in my browser okay because you, you still can't get zoom to work for you yeah and um so you know again i i'm still looking at this giant picture of your face um, <laughs> Which I wish I, you, I could like to look at it, huh? I wish I could animate just like the lips so they would move, like in that old <laughs> ad that was like a Quiznos ad, I think, with like those dead rats. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, I totally forgot about those things. Ugh. Yeah, is Quiznos still around? Um, I think maybe. I guess. Hmm. Yeah, good question. Yeah, I don't know. So, um, yeah, yeah. I was sitting here. I nearly dozed off waiting for you, actually. Well, I had um, to get in the shower, you know, so because after the why, show. Why do you have to be clean before the show? Because I feel so dirty, you know, and I wanted to start off clean. And, <laughs> and I was supposed to be going over to um, Gwen's house um, after we record the show to spend the day with her and Lisa Beyonce. And um, so, yeah, I wanted to go ahead and get the shower out of the way so that once we were done and I scheduled the episode to to post that I could be out the door. Gotcha. Yeah, well, I did write some of my uh, my novel while I was waiting. Um, I'm actually working on two novels right now, but one of the, one of which is I'm more excited about than the other. Um, okay. Why is one and, required and the other one just kind of what you want to do? Um, so one of them is the 14th book in the Lazarus Gray series. Okay. And, um, and it's going well. But no, the other one's just like this off-the-wall, crazy-ass shit. Um, you know, I was telling T'Challa about it last night. You know the actor Michael York? Me? 
Yes. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. So Michael York is kind of the bad guy in the novel. Okay. All right. Um, it's actually an alien who who assumed, you know, he he saw a movie with Michael York in it and assumed this would be somebody that everyone would respond to well. And so he looks like Michael York circa 1976. Okay. Um, and he's brutally murdered the actual Ma Michael York in 2021. But um, yeah, so Michael York is actually the villain in my my story. And uh, so I get to say things like, you know, he's uh, he's dressed just like he was in, you know, this mm -hmm. movie or that movie, you know. Um, and uh, it's just, that's been kind of fun. Um, oh, that's cool. Yeah. And there's lots of other stuff going on in it that's just bizarre and weird. And I don't know if anybody will like it, but um, I'm enjoying it. Yeah, that's not really kind of the point of you writing, right? I mean, it's not for what everyone else thinks. It's just about you. Well, yeah. It's kind of yeah, like life. <laughs> All about me. <laughs> right. You'd appreciate this. I'm doing what I used to do back in the day, Barry. I'm clipping my fingernails. So. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Are you biting your toenails again? No, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> no, only Lizzie was into the feet thing, not me. Um, yeah, that's true. But, but yeah, I um. So the past couple of days has been it's been interesting. It's, you know, I've made that kind of big life transition to going back to working full time, um, working with my, one of my, uh, high, one of my college best friends, I should say. And it has been, it's been interesting. Um, it is stressful most days. Um, you know, I, I guess I didn't really realize that at 40, I'd be kind of starting over in some ways. Um, I still have two of my clients, you know, and I, I did um, leave one of them, the one that I'd been with for almost seven years. Um, but I still feel like it's potentially going to be rewarding, not so much financially, but just, you know, for me, I'm, I'm driven by um, just how something makes me feel or how excited I am by the work. Um, money is great. And for me, it's like, as, as long as I can uh, pay my bills, then I'm fairly content. <laughs> um, but it's, it has been a, a challenge. I know that there's oftentimes where you'll try to reach out to me and I'm always sending you the message that I'm in a meeting or something, but, um, but yeah, so while you are on your summer break, I am very much um, working. So mm. outside of that um, with your writing and stuff, uh, how has summer break been for you? Um, well, I forget how long it's been since we recorded. I, I think they had diagnosed me as diabetic last time, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, we only, <laughs> I think we didn't record last week, but we did the week before. Right. By then you were well, already at death's door and all that stuff, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, they have gotten my blood sugars down. But, but it's still high. They're still in the 200s. Um, but, you know, they were really happy last time. Um well, don't be so, too stressed about that because mine is in the 200s lately as well. And sometimes, you know, like if I check it in the morning, um, it's it tends to be in the 200s. I was used to it being like in the like 97 was a really good number. And even though I infrequently uh, check my test my blood since I'm pre-diabetic still technically, um, I am beginning to accept the 200s. <laughs> I don't suppose mm -hmm. I should, but uh, but the 200 is certainly far less than what you started off with, right? Yeah. So um, one interesting thing that happens with high blood pressure, uh, high blood pressure, high blood sugar, <clears throat> is that it 
causes the lens of your eye to swell. Mm -hmm. So um, lately, it's been very, very difficult for me to read because um, with or without my, my black bifocals, it's hard for me to find where I can see words up close. Because mm -hmm. um, your body's so way of saying you read too much. But go ahead. Uh, so reading has been difficult. <laughs> but but uh, lately, I have actually, my distance vision has vastly improved. Mm -hmm. um, so like uh, the past couple of days, I've been driving without my glasses on. Um, right now I'm watching weird. TV without my glasses on. Oh, wow. Because from a distance now I can see the way I didn't used to see because the shape of my eye is different. Right, right. Now, supposedly once my blood sugars go down to where it's supposed to be, you know, the swelling will go back down. You'll and, have normal people's eyes again. Right. I'll have, you know, I'll be blind again, you know, but I'll be going <laughs> wear my glasses. Right. But yeah, right now my glasses are making everything blurry. So you're enjoying um, the freedom of no glasses for a while? Kind of. Um, it's got to be weird, though. I mean, how long have you been wearing glasses? Yeah, I constantly reach up to touch to adjust my yep. glasses. <laughs> and uh, when I was in the store the other day without my glasses, I felt really weird. It is uncomfortable. I felt like, I felt like naked or something. Um, I feel that way whenever the few times I wear contacts. It really is weird. Yeah, if, and for some reason, I was like, it felt like everybody was staring at me. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know why. Because <coughs> you but, can see their eyes. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's been one thing that's been kind of different is um, my vision. Okay. Uh, but I do have it. It straightens out because uh, it yeah it does make reading very difficult. No, you just switch over to audiobooks or something, <laughs> and you can still sniff your books. Just listen to it. Oh, yeah, I do sniff them. But, of course, you know, I read a lot of comic books. They don't tend to be on audio. That is very true. I totally yeah. forgot about that. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I got a, a big stack of comics in the mail today, and hopefully I'll be able to read them. Yeah, um, I think one day with this week you were like, oh, I'm bagging my comics. It's like, oh, jeez. Such a loser. Yeah. Yeah, I said, you know, collecting comic books is not all glamour. You know, <laughs> sometimes you have to actually bag and board things and put them away and, well, I it's remember it used to be like your favorite day of the week when we were working at the library because conveniently there was a comic book shop right basically across the parking lot. And so every comic book day, we would have to stop in the comic shop. Yeah. And I really don't buy new comics anymore. Mm -hmm. um, I buy some in trade and I have I pay for Marvel Unlimited and the DC. Right. I remember when that came out. You would, Yeah. Because yeah. I remember so, obviously in its infancy, there was really not a lot there. You were concerned about the content. Um, now that yeah. it's years later, what is it like? Um, so with the Marvel app, especially, um, I can read, I'd say about 80% of all the comics they've ever published are on there. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, of course, you know, the new ones are six months delayed. Mm -hmm. Oh, so that hasn't changed. Okay. Right. So, you know, when I read the quote unquote current issues, every Monday they post the new week's issues on the app. Um, I'm reading comics that were in the store six months ago. Okay. So, you know, you get used to that. Um, but uh, yeah, in terms of reading old stuff, like I'm reading one of the Hulk series right now. There's a 50 issue run. I'm up to like issue 16 or 17. Cool. Um, a couple of years ago, I reread, you know, all the Daredevils and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Um, so it's so definitely. What's the DC one like? I don't think at the time. Was there a DC app back no. then? No. 
No, and there is now. It's first of all, I just don't like the setup as much as the Marvel app. Okay. It has a lot less content. They're adding a bunch of stuff, but most of the stuff they have on there right now, I'd say they have a lot of really old stuff. Mm-hmm. And then from like the the eighties on, it's kind of hit or miss. Um, but like if you want to read like golden age comics, they have a ton on there. You know, oh, okay, okay. I'm not really usually reading that kind of stuff. Hmm. Um, but yeah, it, it's an okay. It's just not as as smooth an app as the Marvel one, but it hasn't been around as long, so maybe they'll they'll catch well, up. They certainly were very late to the game. Yeah. I mean, the Marvel one has been around for at least a decade at this point. Well, the DC app uh, for the first year or two is around was um, had all their digital content on it, too. So it was not a comic book app. Mm-hmm. It was a DC Universe app mm-hmm. that had all their TV shows and all that kind of stuff on it, plus comics. Oh, OK. So what they've done is they spun it off. So it's a comic book app. And then they took all the digital content and that's now on HBO Max. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. So I've been watching Super Friends on HBO Max. I was actually going to bring up Super Friends. That's just so funny. Yeah. We saw something on, um, on, I think it was Colbert and, or I guess it's not really Colbert, uh, you know, what is it? Late Night with Stephen Colbert. Um, And they did a spoof off of the Super Friends stuff. And I, I, my husband was watching it last night. I was like, oh man, I remember that show. Who would I bring back memories? I'm like, the show, it's so funny to me because I'm like, I know, was it in was it in the 80s? Or uh, it started in the 70s and okay, ran to the late 80s. Okay, because it really looks very 70s, the, the clip that they used. And I was like, ah, good times. <laughs> so, yeah. So yeah. Then I'm continuing to watch Clarice. Uh, I've decided to go back. I've gone back and I've started to rewatch all of Kitchen Nightmares. Why? So, because I love that show. I'm in season two. Um, well, why would still you go watching... back and re? Oh, I swear. Okay. As if there's by now I've forgotten some of them. So. Okay. Um, still watching Shit's Creek. Mm-hmm. I'm almost at the end of season one. Yeah, you told me about an actual laugh out loud episode, right? Oh yeah, the last episode I watched it was based around a funeral. And, oh, okay, because that's always was, got comedy. It was so funny. Uh, th- the main part of the show is was basically that. Um, Eugene Levy, the father, mm-hmm. um, he hears about somebody comes up to him and they said, oh, so-and-so's dead. And he's like, um, well, that's, that's a shame. Right. And they said, yeah, you know, and he loved you. And he was like, who, who is, who's dead? <laughs> and they tell him again, he says, I don't, I didn't know this person. Mm-hmm. And they said, sure you did. You know, he, you know, he always talked about how you looked in your suits. He idolized you. And he was like, hmm. You know, I don't know. I don't know this yeah. person. Anyway, and through the whole episode, people keep saying, and finally, you know, they wrangle him through a whole set of circumstances into speaking at the funeral. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so he has like, what? Course. Does he deliver the eulogy or something? Yeah, yeah. And oh, so, my gosh. You know, so of course, he's looking at the guy in the coffin. He's like, I don't know this man. <laughs> Right. And he never does remember him, but it's just all about, you know, him trying to come up with what the fuck to say. Oh my know? gosh. That would and, be um, very uncomfortable. And at, yeah. And at one point, you know, he says, you know, in case I want to bring it up, you know, when I'm speaking, you know, how did he pass away? And his brother says, um, he says, Oh, you know, he was a real, you know, handy guy around the house. And 
basically he was cleaning his ceiling fan mm -hmm. and his belt got somehow tied around the fan wow and looped it around his neck mm -hmm. and it choked it right and of course usually levy of course is like looking at him like yeah because okay mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> so it's just funny it was, it was a hilarious episode and um eugene's son uh who plays the character david mm -hmm. um who's who's a wonderful character he's my favorite character on the show um something happened with him that was quite shocking okay um so yeah th the show is growing on me um well like i said when you're finished with it you tell me what you think and then i may um actually add it to my watch list because i still haven't started the upshaws but you know oh yeah yeah that was good i like okay. that mm -hmm. yeah um so t'challa he's being awfully quiet as usual uh, it, you're now on your summer break, I assume. So what have you been up to? Um, a lot of sleeping. <laughs> I remember those days. Those were, ah, oh, those are missed days. So outside of sleeping, are you doing anything else? Um, well, I got my second COVID shot yesterday no not yesterday the day before yesterday oh wow i didn't realize that you that's pretty awesome which one did you end up doing um pfizer yep same here <laughs> cool so have you had any um side effects or noticed anything different after um, having it yesterday i was feeling real weird hmm. but today i feel perfectly fine it's so weird because, I mean, you know, I think I'd heard so many people with these types of reactions after getting the shot. And I assumed I was, you know, I'd built it up in my head that this was the experience I was going to have. But it didn't like I didn't experience any of them. You know, it was just kind of like, oh, I got another shot kind of thing. So because I planned, you know, the day that I got the shot that I was going to be out of the office the rest of the day. And I was totally fine. <laughs> so... So yeah, um, but I've heard more more often than not that people tend to tolerate Pfizer better than Moderna. Um, but I know, was it Barry, you got the one shot. Yeah, I got the Johnson & Johnson. Yeah, from the non-pharmaceutical company. Mm -hmm. uh, they are a pharmaceutical company. They Whatever, Johnson & Johnson. Division. Whatever. Johnson & Johnson is a pharmaceutical yes, company. Yes, they're pharmaceutical. No, they're company. not a straight pharmaceutical company. Just because they, they have other, other products. <laughs> doesn't mean I, well i'm pretty sure that pfizer and moderna do other things as well they do but they primarily do pharmaceuticals actually pfizer is medicinal same thing no <laughs> <laughs> well that's what so, i get for trying to loop you into the conversation t'challa yeah, right, i'm looking right here johnson johnson is the world's largest and most diverse healthcare firm yeah see health health yeah that's They're, what i mean they have three divisions pharmaceutical, medical devices, and consumer. But see, most people think of Johnson & Johnson for the, the latter two, not the first The one. drug group represents close to 80% of sales. It's true. <laughs> that may be the case, but most people think of Johnson & Johnson as consumer and medical devices. Yeah, I'm just telling you, I do own a little bit of Johnson & Johnson stock. Do you really? <laughs> I only own stock in two companies now, and that's Disney and Johnson and Johnson. Wow, huh? Didn't realize that. I um, 
I have some stock in, well, I have a mutual fund, so I don't know where the heck that money is or what it's doing. Right. Um, but I do on Cash App, it lets you buy Bitcoin as well as stocks. And so yeah. on the rare occasions where I like get paid um, for something and they send it via Cash App, I use it to reinvest. So I have um, stock in, of course, Apple, because that's what I used to have when, you know, you were doing the whole your one share of Apple. Yeah. yeah. So I, I bought more. I bought into Apple and then I had like $9 laying around because I'd already put some into Bitcoin, which now I'm like, what the hell was I thinking? But, you know, it's not it's like 30 something bucks. So it's not like I'm losing sleep over it. And right. then two nights ago, um, I was wanting to see if Bath and Body Works was, you know, there because um Gwen's mom made a joke about, you know, me owning stock in Bath and Body Works. Um, but they weren't, I mean, I'm guessing maybe they're not on that um, platform. So uh, I bought some stock in Amazon. It was like $9 of Amazon. So, you know. Yeah, Amazon's so expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Like over $1,000 a share. Yep. So, you know, but it's my way of, you know, it's like the, the, the low man on the total totem poles way of of being in the stock market or you know doing bitcoin is that i'm just you know dabbling a little bit in it i don't maybe fully understand like bitcoin i mean i've had a couple of crash courses for my for, former client who is very much into um that the cryptocurrency stuff but but yeah i'm like at least i threw a little bit in there and i'm like i'm I, in all of those cases because it's so small an amount and it's not like i'm actively putting more into it i don't really think about it so yeah. i'm certainly not gonna have enough in there to retire on or anything so yeah so what uh, else i'm reading i'm reading a book called the dynasty uh, by jeff benedict it's uh, all about the new england patriots dynasty okay um which of course why? I hate the that's what i'm saying yeah why would you subject yourself to that well, I mean, I also reading. read books. I've read, I've read books about Trump. I read books about, you know, the Yankees. Um, you know, <laughs> it's, it's good sometimes to understand the enemy. Um, um, okay. All what's right. going on. Uh, so it's it's been okay so far. Um, I'm about 100 pages into it. It's very easy reading. Um, but Tom Brady hasn't even been drafted yet. Oh, okay. Um, so they're setting up the whole – that whole period. Every yeah, well, it really starts to... with when – uh, when Bob Kraft bought the team. Okay. And uh, he had a deal with Bill Parcells. And, you know, anyway, Belichick just finally became the head coach. Okay. All right. Um, so Brady will be coming along very soon. Right. Um, right. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm, you know, it's interesting. I'm, I'm curious about it so far. It seems like a very fair book. Um, so that's what I'm reading. What are you reading? Uh, nothing. Unfortunately, yeah. Like, what are you reading, T'Challa? Um, that Wings of Fire book you gave me. Oh yeah, the new Wings of Fire book. Oh, okay. And to, correction, I'm not le doing any leisure reading, but I certainly do read every single day while I'm trying to research stuff. So, so yes. Gotcha. My leisure reading now is just me sitting in front of the TV, um, putting a puzzle together. So, I know your favorite thing. <laughs> Yeah, I was never big into puzzles. I know, I know. You said that. I just—it's so weird to me that you'd not be interested at all in puzzles. Do you find that life in itself is puzzling enough? You don't need to actually work on a puzzle. 
Um, I don't know. It's just puzzles are always bored me. They they bore me. It excites me with like when I find a piece and you know as you see the the puzzle starting to near completion, um, and then but, putting in that final piece and it's like you did that. You know, I don't know. <laughs> You know, T'Challa and I have talked about it. I mean, one of my weaknesses is I, I struggle with spatial thinking. Okay, okay. Um, so, like, geometry and stuff, I struggled with. Um, mm. You know, it's, it's – and when it comes to, like, taking what's on a map and then somehow putting that into an image in my head, mm-hmm. um, I'm not – I'm not – I can't do that very well. And so maybe with puzzles – that would be part of my struggle with it is taking those pieces and in my head, like moving them around and trying to see how they fit, you know, um, it's something that frustrates me. It makes me uh, angry. Well, I think like, well, for me in school, I remember I may have been in geometry when I took geometry um, and that, you know, I was okay in algebra and stuff. Math hasn't always been my strongest suit. I enjoy it, but it's never, it's not my natural talent kind of thing um but i find that i don't know there's something about a puzzle that just it calms me as well um anytime i take assessments and stuff those types of things kind of the abstract i do struggle with like if i'm given enough time i'm able to sort it out but if it's a timed environment kind of thing no no yeah, I'm not um, a very abstract type of person. Like my preferences, even with aesthetic and stuff, is not abstract by any means. <laughs> so, so yeah. Well, I think part of it for me is when I when I attempt to do something that's not writing mm-hmm. or reading, I feel guilty. I feel like I'm wasting time. Really, what that you could yeah. have been spending writing or reading? Yeah. Um, because like, even like I bought a, a, a video game, I actually bought a video game, mm-hmm. um, like a week or two ago. You didn't tell yeah, me. And it, it's a, um, it's a football manager game. It's a European football, football, oh. you know, okay. and it's the one that everybody in the UK is playing and they're always talking about it. And it's, you can basically run any team in the world cause they have, you know, all the leagues in there. I could run the Atlanta team in the MLS or I could do Arsenal and some team in the middle of nowhere or whatever. (laughs) But I have not even clicked on the, uh, the shortcut. Oh my gosh. So it's a computer game. Yes. Yeah. It's on my my laptop. Oh, okay. Um, Okay. I didn't know if it was a console game, but okay. Yeah. I have not even, I have not even opened the program yet. Well, it's funny. I bought The Sims because, you know, I used to, we've talked about it. I used to love playing mm-hmm. The Sims back in the day. I haven't opened it really except to load it on my computer because it's Sims. It runs better on a PC, obviously. And so right. I kind of go through this other program to run it on a Mac. And you basically can't do anything else on your computer while that's running. So I've not, I always seem to have other stuff going. So I've not had time to just devote to that because I also know that if I go down that rabbit hole, it might not be good. Yeah. <laughs> when you start playing the game though, even if it's just, you know, a little bit. Well, yeah, but every time I'm on the laptop sitting here, I'm like, well, I might as well try and add some words to one of these novels. I'm working on you know, novels that I'm working on, so... That's crazy. But I mean, I think you might actually enjoy doing 
the game and it might lead to you while you're playing you might think of something else to write that's different from what you normally write i guess or i could enjoy playing it and then i start doing that all the time and then i never finish these novels um sure you would look at it that way yeah whatever but, i mean i used to like i had a baseball game out of um out of the park that i used to play mm-hmm. that was like a an ownership managerial type game um and that's what this kind of thing is so i mean it's like contract negotiations with players and you know trying to decide when people come back from injuries and what kind of rehabilitation things they're on and and see that's, that kind of stuff seems interesting to me yeah you have to handle the press there are press conferences at the after every game and you have to decide how you're going to respond to questions and of course this could impact players um motivation right. and all this kind of stuff so hmm. um it's, and then, of course, if you want, there is an actual component where you can actually play the game and control the players. But um, I would probably do, that part. yeah, I would probably do what I did on the baseball game that I used to play. I would just let the players, I would just automate that. Oh, okay, okay. Um, you know, which because as I want to be the 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 manager owner, you know, and as frustrating as it might be to see your team fail, um, you know, I can't actually control people in real life, unfortunately. So that's the way I would want it to be in the game also. Right, right, right. Makes sense. Speaking of uh, something similar, um, I have, I would like to uh, announce to everyone, including the two of you, very important people in my life, that I have found someone that I would like to spend the rest of my life with. I mean, yourself, right? I mean, who are you talking about? So I actually announced it on Facebook earlier today. Seriously, so you break it on Facebook, but not yeah, on the right. show. Yeah. Um, you would check his Facebook. No, she doesn't go on Facebook. Even, even when she was on Facebook, she didn't check it out. Mm-hmm. He'd have to tell me to check Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, her name is uh, Aubrey. And uh, she turned 37 today. Uh, both of you know her. I don't know anybody uh, by the name of Aubrey. Yeah, Aubrey I mean, Plaza. Okay, uh, well. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not a joke. She's 37, so she's well within my age range. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah, sure. both, both of you, one of you ver- physically and the other verbally sounded doubtful about that being in my age range. Yeah. But anyway, um, she's not that far off from my age. She's beautiful, funny, intelligent. Um, so I posted on Facebook, you know, hit me up, Aubrey. So we'll just have to see if anybody passes it along to her. Okay. Yeah. She's a real person. Yeah, she's a real person. She was in uh, Parks and Rec. She's been in things you've seen. God damn it. She was in Legion. She was, yeah. Yeah, she was in Legion. She was his imaginary friend who, Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah well yeah. Um, congrats I guess. thank you thank you thank you i cannot can, i can't personally i can't wait to consummate this relationship i'm sure so. she feels you the are same. a very strange man <laughs> <laughs> wow yeah that's okay yep aubrey reese mm-hmm. i think you need a pet you do. I want Aubrey as a pet. Um, no, 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 no. For real, I think you do. I was thinking about because you know Gwen and Miles have a pet now. 
I think I talked about it on our last show. And he is like, um, my brother is like, you know, the, the dog's name is Peyton. And, you know, he's like, Peyton is a person. And he is a person like, you know, he has a first, middle and last name and he is just the coolest dog. I mean, he's older. You like you like Peyton? I actually like Peyton. Like, I don't want I wouldn't want to have Peyton, you know, like me have to take care of him as far as taking him out to poop and all that stuff. But he's a super chill dog and I really, really like him. Actually, he's hypoallergenic and yeah, he's been he's been pretty awesome. Nice. I know you hate animals. I, I swear, whatever. Um, it's not that I hate animals. I just don't really do the whole pet thing because that's the way we were raised. Right. Yeah, I know. Because so, I mean, you, you looked at them as potential food. Right. Because I'm from one of those countries. But um, no, he's just, he's, you know, he's, he's obviously older. So he's not a rambunctious pup or whatever. So he chills, he'll, you know, he'll come and let you pet on him for a while and all that. And then he goes and kind of does his own thing. And, um, and then my, my sibling, of course, they keep him super clean. Because if he goes outside, as soon as he comes back, they wipe down his paws, they wipe his booty his and his, you know, wee wee. And yeah, he's just really, really chill. So I like the demeanor of the dog. And my mom right now is the only holdout in the family that isn't like, you know, on the Peyton bandwagon, but that's to be expected. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, me and uh, T'Challa, we've talked about me getting a little dog, but um, I, I don't mean, know. There's no substitute for Amy. I, we get it, but you do need yeah. a pet. I think it should be an older yeah. one too. No, not an older. You dog don't need a old. puppy. Yeah. No, you don't um, need a pup. But I would want one that, see, if I was going to get one, I would really want to get it during the summer so that I have time to bond with it, you know. But, um, and then, like, see, I'm going to be keeping Amy uh, for, a few, for a weekend in July. And then a I'm weekend? Her, yeah, in le- for Labor Day. Okay, and? Um, but I'm saying if I had another dog here, I don't know how that would work. Well, I mean, hopefully you'd find one that they, you know, they both got along. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. All right. So I've got a, a conversation starter for you guys. Okay. All right. So a poll was recently taken about who was the best Batman ever, ever. on TV or film. Adam West. So you have six, you have six possibilities, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there are six people who played Batman. Um, I'm one of those that feels like sometimes the original is the best. And I actually really liked Adam West as Batman. All right. So number six, right? And then I, then I think we'll talk about the top three but when we get there. But number six, the worst Batman, mm-hmm. according to this poll, was George Clooney. Okay. I figured they would say that. And I will agree. Sure. Yeah. Um, number five was Val Kilmer. Hmm. And I actually, yeah. um, to me personally, I thought Val did a good job with that one. <laughs> um, I, would, <laughs> yeah, I would, I would actually put him um, fourth on my list. I wouldn't put him fifth. I'm, I'm okay with him being fifth. I was struggling to think, you know, should he be above George Clooney? But okay, I'm good with it so far. So, yeah. so number four was Ben Affleck. Okay. Who, some of my friends really like Affleck. I hated Affleck. 
Um, yeah, so I don't. I, I I agree with you. I don't think that 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 this franchise was for him, even when they, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah so, hmm. I think so I actually would have right over him. Really, really. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I agree. Yeah. All right. So that leaves the top three. So let's talk about those. Of course, there's Adam so Mike, West, Michael Keaton, on the Batman TV show. Mm-hmm. But T'Challa, that's the one you know, you know, would hit people and go bam. How? Yeah. Yeah. All right, and uh, of course you know Adam West because he's mayor on uh, Family Guy, also. Anyway, um, then Michael Keaton, mm-hmm. uh, and finally Christian Bale. So those are the top. Oh four. yeah, and those would be my top three. Yeah. So, what order would you put them in, Latoya? Um, West first. Oh, this is hard. Golly. Now that I think they're about very, it, okay, very so different Batman. they are very different. I mean, the closest in similarity would be Keaton and Bale, but oh, right. of course, the, the phone would ring. Hang on. Um, I'd say Bale, as you listen to the phone ring. Oh, cool. Bale then is number one because I'd actually almost, for whatever reason, forgotten. Golly, Keaton then West, I guess. Because, again, they're very different in how they play the character. Okay, so your top three is actually very close to how the actual polling was. Okay, what about yours? What what um, did you think? Um, I would have gone Bale, Keaton, West. Yeah. Okay, so the same as I would have, as I did. Yep. So. so the actual vote, though, had Christian Bale far and away winning. Okay, but that's because he's the most recent. So I mean, that's yep. that's a gift. Ben Affleck is the most recent. Jesus Christ! Yeah, you're right. Ben Affleck is. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, it's, not about yeah. Yeah. So Christian Bale uh, got forty-two percent of the vote, mm-hmm. which was about three times what anybody else got. Okay. Um. So number two, a little bit of a surprise to me was Adam West. That is a surprise to me because I think the whole, you know, how many generations it's been since he was Batman. And, you know, people often just remember the most recent stuff, although in my case, I clearly didn't. Um, But yeah, I mean, for me, there there was something about the way he played Batman um, that's that's still, it's like, it intrigues me. So, okay. So that makes sense. I'm glad that they picked him as number two. So Adam got 14% of the vote. One percent ahead of Michael Keaton, who got thirteen percent. Okay. So Michael Keaton and Adam West were almost exact. Now, um, so we I, were I we were say, we were right in terms of our top three, anyway. <laughs> yeah, and of course, you know, Michael Keaton is playing Batman again. Is he? Yeah, they're filming how the Flash. How do I know movies. this? <laughs> if you don't news. tell me, well, if you don't tell me, how am I supposed to know? So they're currently filming the Flash movie, which okay. is going to be called Flashpoint. Okay. And in it, they're doing a multiverse story. Oh, okay. And okay. Um, we've already seen um, Michael Keaton on set as Bruce Wayne. Cool. Um, but yeah, he's going to be playing Batman in the movie. That's um, going to be really interesting. So who's playing, like, who's supposedly in this movie? Um, let me look. like who's who's the Flash, and I mean, do you know? 
Because I haven't been paying any attention to anything except the fact that Michael Keaton is in it, you know. <laughs> That's all you cared about. Well, it looks, I, I mean, I had not heard about it, so I'm very curious about, you know. Okay, so it's Ezra Miller. Wow. Okay, I actually do like him. I mean, I know he, it, it's, people tend to have mixed feelings about him, but I do like him. Is he playing the Flash in this case? Yes. Like in the movie? Because, you know, he's, he played the Flash in, right. um, right. yeah, Justice League. Um, let's see. I uh, don't know anybody else who's in it. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's uh, director Andy Muschietti. Okay. Don't know anything else. But it's filming. <laughs> right. so, don't know. Don't know who else is in it. Um, let me try and look here. All right, here's full cast and crew. Okay. You still don't know anyone? Trying to look to see if anybody I recognize, you know. Mm, okay. Uh, Michael Keaton. <laughs> Ezra Miller. Mm-hmm. All right, so these are the other names in it. I don't know these people. Ron Livingston. I know who that is. He is, he's been a whole bunch of stuff right now. Technically, he was the main character in the show that I still watch called uh, A Million Little Things. He's the character okay. who committed suicide. And that's, you know, well, sorry, don't, it's not commit, but they died of suicide. Um, so, so yeah, I, I, I know who he is, definitely. Okay. Um, there's Kiersey Clemens. Don't know by name. Maribel Verdu. Uh, nope. Say, Sayorisi Monica Jackson. Nope. Rudy Mancuso. <laughs> no. <laughs> and Sasha Kelly, who's playing Supergirl. Okay, yeah, don't know any of those, but top three at least. <laughs> yeah, Michael Keaton's in it. Um, so I'm that's all you that. needed to know. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. Hmm, okay. When is it supposedly coming out? Uh, it looks like August 2022. Okay. Well, I mean, coming out certainly more recently than this and, and uh, I guess jumping franchises is Black Widow. Are you looking forward to it? Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I wish they would just go ahead and, and drop it. I don't understand why they have it. Um, well, I'm wondering if part of it is that they're thinking that as we get closer to that July date, that more things will be opened back up. Or people will be more willing to actually go to the box office because what is it? A Quiet Place 2 had had a fairly decent box office open considering. Maybe they're hoping the same for, for Black Widow. That maybe um, that will be the movie that gets people back into the theaters. Um, Luca. We saw Luca. That was yep, really good. It was. We saw that last weekend. We still haven't watched Raya, which I think we may end up doing today. But yeah, we saw Luca last weekend. All of us were, my brother, sister, and my niece and I were in the temporary Lego room um, building and we were watching Luca. So the building mostly stopped by my sister-in-law and my brother. But um, I thought it was really good um yeah the the guy um what is it um tremblay whatever oh what's his first name anyway the one who plays the the titular character um luca his voice he, he was in um what is that bad boys movie do you remember uh -huh. Barry? you saw that one 
with the three kids or like pre- oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I know what you're talking about. yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah, him yeah. yeah the 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 main kid in that is the voice of luca and then my my niece surprised us all by immediately saying isn't the mom maya rudolph and i was like whoa i mean i was literally taken aback because i was like for one you actually know who that is um and yeah. two it was like i i had not yet gotten to the point of placing the voice so right. I, I you know i was proud of her in that moment that was nice <laughs> yeah um tatala is still very much in that you know when i say oh you know this is so and so he was in such and such and such and such and i think tatala half the time is like yeah well, all right whatever and uh, <laughs> he's probably like um i still don't know who that person is based on the yeah. show you're listening. Usually, usually it's i still don't know what who that person is because yeah. <laughs> yeah um gwen even went so when when uh beyonce lisa or whatever um said it she was still like well who is that and i was like you have got to be kidding me you know um, yeah. but she's she's not as into pop culture um, as I tend to be or whatever. So we had to explain and like um, my niece said, you know, oh yeah, you know, the mom from the Lego movie. <laughs> like, and then I was like, oh yeah, I had even forgotten about that. Cause you know, for me, my Rudolph is just firmly in my head as SNL, even though I didn't even watch SNL during that time. Or I mean, really yeah. I only watch episodes here and there, but, um, but yeah, so. Now T'Challa has, I, I'd say he is getting, he's slowly, um, starting to recognize some people. For instance, I, I, he would definitely recognize Adam Sandler. Yeah, cool. And, and oh, I don't know if that's a good thing. And he doesn't know all the names of Adam Sandler's buddies, but he'll say, oh, oh look, he's all the same people from all the other Adam yep. Sandler movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, he definitely knows Will Ferrell. Of course, I, um, yeah. So, because sometimes we'll be like, hey, let's watch a Will Ferrell movie, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, he, he does have a few that he... He recognizes. Well, it's funny I mean, you I, meant- I would recognize them, but I couldn't tell you their names for the life. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Well, I think it's funny. Yeah, you- I recognize most actors. It's just the names. I'm horrible with names to begin with. Okay. So expecting to remember names of people I don't even know. I mean. Well, I feel honored that you remember mine. Uh, <laughs> uh, but no one. Um, it was reminding me of when I was watching the This Is Pop series that you mentioned or suggested that I watch um, that speaking of Will Ferrell, the connection with ABBA and the whole, you know, Eurovision stuff. And I'm like, yes. I'd love to be able to just kind of watch a documentary solely on Eurovision. Cause I mean, I know it's yeah. as much like, you know, um, soccer football is huge or bigger everywhere else than it is here in the States. I'm like, something like that is another one of those things where it's like, we don't really see it or know it because we're not a part of it. So it doesn't, you know, it's not a part of our pop culture. Um, so, so yeah, but I, I still love that movie. I love Will Ferrell. I don't think I've ever seen him in something that I didn't like him in. And that's one of the- um, a, the... Even when he plays a, a more straight character. Yeah. That's one of the really few um, Will Ferrell movies I haven't shown to Charlie yet. One? The uh, the Eurovision one that's on Netflix. I love that movie. I don't know if he'd really like it though. Yeah, I mean, he likes some Will Ferrell movies more than others. He also hasn't seen Old School. Oh man, that's like the um, best. <laughs> yeah, which I'm not sure I'd call that a Will Ferrell movie, but he's certainly a major part of it. 
you know. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, he has some really great lines and stuff happening to him in that movie. So. Oh yeah, there's 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 some there's some. Th- I always picture him running naked. Yes. Down the road. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah. the whole hall pass thing, and the you know, like yeah. so many of these things are very much a part of you know pop culture that you just remember these moments and i think for you and i barry we forget just how old we are getting and so yeah. so i i feel like i'm constantly reminded of this whenever i am around my niece um the one pop culture thing that i'm able to relate to her on well i guess there's two is of course black pink because she's still very much into them and yeah. then olivia rodrigo um because the whole driver's license song and she i watched an episode last week with her of high school musical the musical the series or something i was like this is such crap and she she had earlier made the comment that golden girls which we were watching was boring and old and i told her she need to back that up so oh yeah yeah calm calm down i like golden girls exactly I'm like the fact that with Golden Girls, the stuff is still relevant even today. You know. Did you watch the, the season finale of Big Shot? Yes, I did. I did. What did you think about you know how you like that? <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. When, when they started playing that, I started. I was like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I couldn't spoil it because I didn't want to spoil it for you. Yeah, I did. I did yeah. see it. Yeah. A little bit of black pink in there. Yeah, I think I saw it last weekend because I, I ended up watching the the that episode and the one before it in one sitting because I somehow missed it. But you. sorry, specifically you. I don't think I'm strange. You are. You um, are very. But uh, yeah, I love that show. I wanted to come strange. back to the second season. I hope so too. I mean, I, the stuff I've seen online, they've not yet greenlit the second season. I know John yeah. Stamos has said that he, you know, he wants to do a second season. But I feel it's unfortunate that they haven't. Although I've noticed just in general, there's been a lot of shows that have just been cut recently. You know, yeah. um, Manifest, they're still hoping maybe Netflix will pick it up. That's one of the shows yeah. that I watch. I started watching like the, I watched the first four episodes and then I kind of stopped. Yeah, I lost interest in it. And because it was one of our shows, I continue to watch it because of Kay, especially when he falls asleep and he expects for me to tell him what happened. Because I don't want to rewatch it when he wakes up. Oh, see, I'd be um, making up all kinds of shit. Um, <laughs> so that one got um, <laughs> got next, and so did um, Good Girls, which was one of my favorite shows. Um, they said, you know, it's sure it had a really strong fan base, but it continued to be low in the ratings. So I was I was definitely bummed about that. Um, Prodigal Son has been canceled. I did like that. That was a Martin Sheen series. He plays. Um, a serial killer um, mm-hmm. and his son becomes a profiler basically um and his i mean his dad had killed like tons of people they called him the surgeon um i think you would just like the series if you watched it um but i honestly I, when i was in the shower today i thought about you barry and um well. <laughs> I was, <laughs> no i was uh, we had just got the same thing, okay? got that loop going, and it was like, <laughs> oh, there. Oh my gosh, no! I was we, Kay and I have been catching up on a million little things, and yeah. they they're going they they did get renewed, which I'm glad. Um, I honestly think it's a show you would like. It is very intelligent. Uh, it is, it's just I don't know. It's something that I 
it makes me think not you know like oh it forces me to think but when you're watching it you start to reflect on stuff and it's like oh wow I think it's one of those types of shows that maybe doesn't change the way you think or feel but helps you to better understand the other side so when I said a second ago committed suicide and I corrected myself in the show I think the last episode that we saw they talked about you know they when people say commit suicide it, it in a sense criminalizes it um because you know who knows what the reason is for people you know succumbing to to um to that but i honestly honestly think you should watch that you should add that as one of your shows like i think if you've after you've seen the first episode i would think you'd get get hooked on it so add it to your tv time what's it called a million little things it has um um james is it james roday from psych he actually did the psych thing in this last episode, which was hilarious. Because um, I think if no one saw psych before, they wouldn't get it. Um, this season, he is so in real life, he's of La- Latino descent, and so mm-hmm. he has now started using his actual last name. So it's not just James Roday; it's like James Roday Rodriguez. And in the show now, his character is starting to um, accept, or you're be you're able to see that you know he is he has often had issues with um being latino but not look because he obviously in real life he's he looks white he is white but actually he's not and so in one of the episodes they talk about how you know almost easily it was dismissed that um he basically transitioned into like his character's name is gary that's what everybody calls him but his actual name is like javier um, and so they tell the story of how he changed his name and why. Um, but it's it's a very, very thoughtful series. It's the the different shades of the characters, the I mean, it's not just phys- you know, their actual, you know, physical appearance of shades, but there's a lot of co- uh, layering to it. And it's it's just one of those where at the end of watching it, I feel like it was, like an hour well spent you know sometimes you watch tv and it's like hey i'm just killing time but i often feel like you know it's it was a you know really good um it was just really good for me to take that time to watch it so so yeah a million little things i'm hoping that clarice gets renewed that's what Kay says too and i'm like for one i don't know when he watches it um but he had mentioned the same thing i still haven't watched it it's a great show, uh, but it was the network's lowest-rated drama. Wow. Um, so there, rumors are having saying that it might move from CBS to Paramount Plus. Um, they think that might help it. I don't mm-hmm. know. But um, the show itself is certainly high quality. I mean, Michael Kuditz, I think is his name, Kudlitz. He's been great this season. And of course, Kai Penn is in it. Um, you know, from Harold and Kumar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's in it um the girl who plays clarice is fantastic um it's just a quality show and i actually don't watch that many just regular dramas you know um but this one's been really good i've I've really liked it i'd like to see what they did with more seasons you know Uh, so is it one you think that i really should i know you've mentioned it before so is it one that you're like okay latoya you should watch the show um I don't know. I mean, I remember I made you watch Silence of the Lands, but I don't remember, you know, if you loved it. And I didn't love it, but 
yeah. you know, it was, I mean, it's more of a psychological thing. And I, I have, like with Prodigal Son, I do appreciate that at times. Um, yeah. So, I mean, is it, did it get a regular run this season? Was it like 18, epi 18 episodes or anything? No, it's 12 episodes. Okay. Um, and, uh, but I mean, it's been really good. Um, and it, it picks up from the movie. I mean, <clears throat> the girl that Clarice saved from the bottom of the hole. Mm-hmm. She's a major character in it. Um, so is her mom, who, if I don't know if you remember from the movie, she's a senator. Um, you know, there's a lot of flashbacks to Buffalo Bill and stuff. Um, they Because of Hannibal, the TV show, right. they can't refer to, you know, uh, Hannibal by name. Right. Uh, but they, they make references to him, you know. Um, so... But it's it's just a, a great show. I mean, I love that movie. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. Um, and I feel like this is a, a very good continuation. Well, that. okay. So I will watch Clarice if you add Prodigal Son to your list. Because it's only one season. I guess. It's I thought it was every little thing. No, no, no. You're going to watch that one regardless. That was There was no, like, us coming up with some compromise. <laughs> This is the compromise show. So you will watch Prodigal Son. I will right. watch Clarice. All right. Which one's Prodigal Son? It's the one with Martin Sheen in it. I told you. Oh, okay. Where he's a serial killer. So I, th I think you'll enjoy it. Malcolm Bright? Yeah. That's his son. Okay. Yeah, he All changes right. his last name because, you know, his father is a serial killer and so it's it's very interesting i think you'll i think you'll like it all right i'll add that show okay good <laughs> so um going back to a little a, a million little things to be honest um we were watching so like i said we're kind of um binging the episodes we've missed and it was like 10 of them that were just piled up on the dvr and the one of the episodes dealt with black lives matter um, I know it's still something that is very much a part of our, our world. Um, it just, it just made me really think, you know, there are, there are, there are parts of me that wonder if I am the way I am because I felt like I had to conform to a certain, being a certain way. You know, yeah. our parents raised us a certain way. Um, while we weren't, while we didn't really see color, we saw that in, or at least for me, that in some ways assimilating to the things that were the norm um, would make you more accepted, you know? Um, I think I've mentioned on the, on the show before, I've certainly hidden by, behind the fact that I, since I'm lighter skin, you know, I feel in some ways like I don't have the same or have, or have had the same prejudices against me. Um, mm. Certainly by the, the way that I act. I mean, you know, I don't act in any stereotypical black quote unquote way. So, um, but it just watching the episode really just made me think, you know, um, if by living in the South and being raised when and where I was, if that, um, if it would have been different had I been somewhere else. Yeah. Um, so it was, it was interesting because they also talk about Asian lives in it because a couple of the characters are Asian um, and just seeing kind of their plight as well 
I mean, I know of it, of course, just as far as history is concerned and how America has treated people from, you know, um, that part of the world. And it's just, it. what I do find hard is that I, while I realize how important the Black Lives Matter movement is and why I've often just said, well, you know, all lives matter, because when I think about it as, as Black lives, you know, I do think Black, Brown, I kind of think of the whole gamut of minority and those who've certainly been oppressed. And I'm mm-hmm. like, it's not just the Black man's fight kind of thing. Um, because I am very, um, my current employer, <laughs> she is of um, um, American Indian or or native descent. And so for her, you know, when they added Juneteenth as a holiday, you know, sure she was happy. And she's like, well, but there's still two other holidays that we celebrate that I could certainly do without. And, right. and I was like, you know, yeah, that's true. Because I, I think that who had it the hardest is the native American. Um, oh yeah. Um, so she, she's like, you know, she finds it difficult to celebrate Thanksgiving because she's like, they're celebrate the whole thing is basically celebrating the decimation of her, you know, of her people in a sense. Um, you know, it's like, I don't know. And then of course, Columbus Day, which has now been renamed essentially to Indigenous People Day. Um, it's just, it's a lot to think about. Because yeah, I mean, I'd like yeah. to think that we're all the same and, you know, I just discriminate based based on class <laughs> as if that's somehow better than being racist. But I, it's, yeah, it's just, it's one of the, it's, a, it's one of those things right now that I'm still kind of unpacking in my head. Um, but sorry to put a damper on things as I am known to do. Um, no, no, it's, it's the, and of course, uh, Derek Chauvin, I think his name was, he got 22 and a half years. Mm-hmm. Is what he was sentenced to for murdering uh, George Floyd. Um, well, what's been unfortunate is people who, other people who have been killed in, you know, as far as black individuals who have been killed, you still hear of the people who killed them as basically walking free. They continue to be cops, that kind of thing. And I'm like, yeah, that doesn't really help how people feel about the police. Um, but it's just so interesting to think of how influential this one person who, if it wasn't for that, no one would even know about. Um, and he was very much the catalyst for um, this, the entire movement um, or the groundswell of the movement. Um, but I don't know, it's something I do have to think about because, you know, like for me, I, <laughs> I always, like in our neighborhood, I like the fact that there are, you know, like one of my neighbors across the street, they're white. Um, the one beside them, they're black. You know, I like that there's a mix of people. I don't like, I feel uncomfortable when it's just one race. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. Just stuff yeah. to think about. <clears throat> so T'Challa, mm-hmm. what is our topic for discussion today? Oh yeah. Jeez. You've got cool. to start writing this down. Okay, all right. He's got a question. He's got a question. Cool. He asked, "What was our favorite fantasy novel?" Mm, okay. So fantasy and oh. Uh, mm. 
So fantasy, not necessarily sci-fi, or yes, sci-fi. No, it needs to be fantasy. Not sci-fi. I've already asked sci-fi. <laughs> um, fantasy novel. I'm gonna let you take lead on that, Barry. Well, I... you know, there's a lot of ones that I could say. Um, you know, I really like those Dragonlance novels. I really liked um, the Iron Tower series. Um, there's a lot of great fantasy books out there. I love the Elric series. Um, but I think if I had to pick just one, I would pick Red Nails. Uh, it's a Conan story. Yeah, you're always talking about that. Uh, it's by Robert E. Howard, of course. Mm -hmm. um, that's my all-time favorite Conan story. Um, and it's just, uh, it's just a wonderful, you know, fantasy story. It's got everything in it that I, I want. It's got a lost city in the desert. It's got a strong, uh, you know, kick-ass heroine for Conan to hang out with. It's got uh, girls whipping girls. It's got, um, <laughs> you know, monsters and dark spirits and cannibalistic people and um it's just a hell of a story it's just very exciting um so i would go with red nails um i could i honestly don't think i've really read much of any fantasy so i can't you know i've certainly watched fantasy movies that kind of thing but as far as novel, have you ever read um have you ever read uh you know like the narnia books i did but you I ever mean, read, like the you know the Lord of the Rings? No, because that was my first thought, and then I was like, well, I didn't actually read the books. So, <laughs> um, but you know, if we're gonna go based on like movie, sure, gone with um, sorry, uh, Lord of the Rings. But I, yeah, outside of in my youth, if it wasn't something that was required, I don't generally read those types of things. So you know. Huh. Well, that that kind of sucks. I know it yeah, does. So, see, I'm just been for a ruining the one time I remember the question. Yeah, no, he actually had one. I actually oh had gosh. one, and you don't have an answer. I had an answer that it was a non-answer. <laughs> yeah, I well, I think you have to pick one. Yeah, man. Well, I can't pick anything if I haven't read anything, really. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of true, I guess. Yeah. All right. Well, well to tell no, what's your Yeah, exactly. Um, I gotta think, but I have to say, um, I can't pick a specific one out of the series, so mm -hmm. I'm just gonna say the series. Sure. Inheritance. Okay. Really good. Oh, now that's the uh, the ones with um. Aragon. Yeah, Aragon. Yeah. <clears throat> I always forget that it's called Inheritance. I always think, oh, yeah, the, the Aragon. Yeah, that's so, what I think too. <laughs> it's called Inheritance. Yeah. That was good. I don't know. Did I ever read the third one? I don't know. And see, for me, all of this two. stuff are like, oh, they're movies I end up seeing, but I just have never read the books. So. Yeah. Well, Tori doesn't a lot. Not like I used you're to. You're little, though. I mean, your mom didn't make you read? Me? Yeah. I read all the time. I read like, you know, Cam Jansen books and Babysitter's Club books. And I mean, I, there was a period where I read a ton more than I ever watched TV. 
And then as I got older, it just that just kind of changed, you know? Mm. So it's not like I don't read at all. I just don't for leisure as much as I used to. Well, what we say, that, that's what we're talking about is reading for pleasure. I know. And I just don't do that as much as I used to. Um, I think, mm. you know, like when I do, I read the same author, you know, her book series. And so there are right. times where I feel like, you know, I, I you know, it'd be nice to read something else. But then, too, I'm like, you know, do I want to do the things that are more like pop culture, you know, where it's like all these books that are like on Oprah's list or whatever. It's it's different um, being introduced to a book or book series now than it used to be when I was, say, for instance, in school or in an environment where this that type of thing was was more part of the conversation. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Well, I guess we're going to have to be wrapping up soon. You've got to go see uh, Gwen. Yep. Yep, yep, I do. My husband. So hopefully we will have a third episode next week. I'm Sure. I mean, I already know in July there's a weekend that I won't be doing the show. We're going to be going on a little mini vacation. Um, Although next, next Saturday is July 3rd. Okay. Oh, so yeah. I don't, know. I, don't know. I don't know if there'll be any kind of you know, fireworks going on, but um, certainly not in my not house. At, <laughs> probably not at two. Oh, wow, two p.m. in the afternoon. But whatever time is certainly not at my house. So yeah, there's never any fire, especially in your bedroom. That's probably the safest exactly. place to be if you want to avoid the fireworks. Yeah, that is the the safest place to be. Absolutely. So since he's been home more recently, nope. No, okay, all not right. at all. None actually. Not None. Still not. Nope. I mean, have you tried like sneaking in like a Viagra tablet or something? No, that would kill him because he has a heart condition. <laughs> so, uh, so I can't really do that. But, you know, I mean, I have to remind myself that sometimes I have to remind myself that obviously there's certainly more to a relationship than that. Although it does make when we get into arguments a lot more difficult, you know, when I'm thinking of the many things that, you know, I don't have <laughs> in our relationship. And then it's yeah. like, and the cherry on the top. You know, so, but, you know, I, I'm accepting that our relationship, I think, is more of companionship, I suppose. I mean, I have to look at it in some way or find some way of justifying it. So, um, so yeah, I'm just, it is what it is. It's kind of sad. I mean, you know, we all have to compromise in some way. All right. Well, on that note. Relationship is perfect. (laughs) On that note, we'll, uh. (laughs) <laughs> Fine then. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.